Right now, you can decide in the biggest pro wrestling awards of the year, the Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. Check out this podcast feed for exclusives with some of the best names in the business from Eric Bischoff, Devon Dudley, and more giving their picks. And you can vote right now. SportsKita.com backslash wrestling dash awards. That's SportsKita.com backslash wrestling dash awards. Go vote now. So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for you know, yet another episode of the Legion of Raw. I'm here. My head's cut off. Cut off. I'm here with the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. He is the man, the bro, the bro, the bro man, the man, bro. He is Vince Russo. How are you, my man? What is going on, Dr. Chris? What's happening? Uh, you know, three weeks uh for Raw, and they really hyped it up as if like this was like Boston was the one. Boston was well that's gonna change it all, ladies and gentlemen. Bro, they're just you know, I, I mean it kind of was in a way, Chris, because they're just you know, we're getting close to WrestleMania and they're they're rolling out all the big guns. I I mean that's that's really what we're talking about. You had Cena, you had Edge, you had Trish, you had Lita. Um, you know, the only one that really wasn't on the show was Brock, but you know, bro, I'm going to say it. And I feel like I wind up saying this every year. That, that's great, bro. And the next three weeks, if, if you continue to have all these people on the show, it'll be great. And then what happens the day after WrestleMania, bro, yeah, yeah. we go right back to nobody who's over and Cena even mentioned that during his, uh, his segment with uh, Austin Theory. We'll talk about that in a minute as far yeah. as the night after. So yeah. let's jump right into this. Uh let's get into Kevin Owens. Go ahead. Bro, I, bro I, I gotta be I gotta be honest with you, bro. Like Chris, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if they're overthinking things. I don't know if I am just stating the obvious. Bro, we talked about this last week, Chris. We're we're gonna run this thing down to the wire of Owens and Sammy teaming yeah. together. Okay? But bro, did you notice something tonight that was like really really weird? So so the idea is Owens doesn't want to team with Sammy, but they need each other. They can't do it. Bro, they both won their matches against the Bloodline. <laughs> like does that I make even need it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, does that make any sense? That both of them won their matches. So guess what, bro? 
You don't need each other. You yeah. dig fine on you. Like, I don't understand it. Neither one of those guys should have went over in the matches, bro. Neither one of them. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that's, you know, and I think the bookers definitely needs that need that type of nuance and the need that type of uh, uh, person in their ear talking about make this make sense. You know, they, they need that type of that person in the creative backstage. It's just, I mean, my gosh, that was the the complete opposite of the direction they should have went in, bro. Complete yeah, opposite. Yeah, and I, and I guess my my thing, Vince, is that why are we still going to drag this out to? I don't need your help. I don't need your help. I don't need your help. When you know, essentially, if Sammy's like, oh, okay, well, you don't need my help, then what? He doesn't have a WrestleMania spot. I mean, like, he doesn't have a WrestleMania payday. If all, eventually, so either he's going to go against the bloodline completely, he's going to go against all three members of the bloodline at WrestleMania, right? Or he's going to get that WrestleMania payday for his family and say, at the at the very least, okay, well, I understand that you don't like the bloodline. I don't like the bloodline. I don't like you. But I do want that WrestleMania payday, and I do want you know to to defeat the bloodline. Right now, it's just like, all right, well, I, I'm really I'm willing to risk a WrestleMania spot and WrestleMania payday because I don't need your help. So, I mean, you got to quit dragging this so long and so far out. You know, like I said this before, Vince, you know the end game is KO and Sammy versus the Usos, and so like we're three weeks in now. So yeah. like next Monday would be two weeks before WrestleMania, like two two more shows before WrestleMania. You got to establish this way beforehand, man. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Chris. I mean, listen, I, I've said this all the time. There comes a there comes a point in wrestling where you got to give the people what they want. Yeah. So that th this is what they want. But what Chris is saying, and I agree to him, we don't need to we don't need to drag it out for six weeks, guys. Yeah, yeah. just we don't need to drag it out. And like I said, man. If both of these guys are going over on their own, then they don't need each they other. Don't need each other. Yeah. It's fine. So what did we do at WrestleMania? It's like, did we do rematches of the two matches that they won at WrestleMania? Yeah, at Raw and uh, tonight. So, yeah, man, it, it's uh, it's one of those things. So, got a couple super chats. We got uh, Joseph Gonzalez with the four nine nine super chat, bro. <laughs> Tonight they kept tossing him into everyone's segments to try to get him over. Are we worried about his stock falling, Vince? I got to tell you this, uh, Chris. I have to say this because I did not like this, and I keep telling you, bro, they got to be careful with this guy. I saw the SmackDown promo. Bro, that was very braggadocious. It was. A baby face doesn't put himself over like that. A baby face is supposed to be humble. I think Roman owned him on SmackDown. Bro, I'm telling you, I mean, he was so braggadocious. I, nobody said I could do this, and nobody said I could yeah. do that, and nobody said. I'm like, bro, that's that's not the way you should be booking this dude, bro. Yeah, and he's already coming out in a suit and looking better than you know most of the crowd anyway, so definitely doesn't help. Yeah. So uh, we got Andrew Cool, two dollars. <laughs> Batista, Midnight Express, Umaga Hall of Fame, twenty twenty three. So those things, so those names are rumored. But Vince, we're less than a month away from WrestleMania, and there's still no Hall of Fame. 
confirmations? I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't know, man. I I don't know if it's divided backstage, and I don't know if there's sides, and I don't know if it's getting in the way of business. But um, I I don't know. I don't understand that, bro. Yeah, and it's interestingly enough, it's like so either. So you're three weeks away. So either you're going to start selling tickets for the WrestleMania, I mean for for the Hall of Fame night. So either you booked the venue already, and you're just expecting it to sell out based on the the number the list that you have, or you're just trying to get a venue. And I doubt. I mean, you worked with WWE. That's not something that they would do three weeks in. Try no, to heck no. You you you, you got to book that stuff two months out at least, yeah, absolutely. bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if they do have the venue booked, that means what's what's causing them to drag their feet so long with just announcing Hall of Fame inductees? I don't know, bro. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, the the less of a big deal they make out of it, the less of a big deal it is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't want to headline this year's WrestleMania. I mean, this year's Hall of Fame, knowing that I've only had three weeks to you know, be the headliner and, and have that video package knowing that I'm a headliner. I just, yeah. like Batista, I think he needs way more time. Anybody, uh, anybody who headlines. Okay, well, by the way, we're going to give you three weeks to, you know, to sell this, sell your ticket for the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, next we have, um, so we start off, like you said, with Kevin Owens beating Solo Sokoa uh, by DQ. Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa attack KO. Sami Zayn makes the save. Sami extends his hand. He extends the olive branch, Vince Russo. But guess what happens? Kevin Owens rolls out and he gets booed. So here we go. Yeah, bro. I, I just I I I don't know, bro. You you I mean to me, I, I know where they're going with the story, but as I'm watching this, uh Kevin Owens is still coming across as a D-I-C-K. I mean, at least let let them help you up, yeah, and then walk away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, bro, I just some of the some of the decisions they're making, bro. I just, I I don't know. I'm just I I I'm watching this, and I I don't think this is how these characters would react, bro. Like, I'm still trying to understand why why. Why did uh, Jay Uso have heat with the family? Like, I still, I still don't. That still made no sense. I knew that kick was coming at the end of the show. I was watching wow, live, so and I'm like, so yeah, bro, he's going to kick his head off. Yeah. But I never understood in the first place what the issue was. Uh, as far as him having beef with Roman? or Yeah. Okay. So he had beef with Roman because he was trying to have Jay acknowledge him because Jimmy was out injured for a while so he so he had this big heel run he wanted jay to acknowledge him jay was like no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be acknowledge you and eventually he caved he caved in yeah but i'm talking about the very end scene when they were getting heat on sammy that's that's when that's when he walked away and that, that never made sense to me so i think what they were trying to do was it took jay so long to kind of curry the respect of uh sammy so for so long he was the one who was you know he didn't want sammy to have anything to do with the bloodline i'm not i'm not saying this logically makes sense I, <laughs> but I, basically what happened was 
So Jay finally gets the respect of Sammy after so long, even defends him in the trial. So now for some odd reason, there's <laughs> there's conflict between his his friendship with Sammy that finally came over versus his brotherhood with Jimmy and cousin Roman. Like like the, the again, if we follow the logic to this is necessary conclusion or is or, or it's likely conclusion, why does it make sense? that I finally became friends with you, but somehow I'm going to choose you over my brother and cousin. And where does this lead us for us? Especially man. I, and maybe it's because I, I worked with so many of them and maybe that's why I feel so strongly about it, especially with the Samoan heritage, bro. (laughs) Like there's no way, like there's no way Bro, those guys would literally take a bullet for each other, bro. Yeah. Like th- th- that's why I'm watching this whole thing, and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand it, bro. Because the loyalty would always be there with the tribe. Oh yeah, that's cool. the. It's always yeah. been that way. That that's why, like, it, they were trying to make things happen that just weren't very realistic to me. Yeah, it seems like they were trying, like, the Bloodline story, at least it brought some intrigue to WrestleMania. Uh, well, at least the SmackDown, at least, so at least the SmackDown. But at the same time, like, it seems like time was kind of running, like, kind of closing in. And so they had to make illogical gaps for some things to kind of fit in before WrestleMania was booked. So what I see is that, they had to throw in some illogical gaps to make it make sense ish in order to get these matches set for WrestleMania. Now, if you would have done a better job stretching it and not having illogical gaps in the way, it would have made sense sequentially because you could have had different angles. Yeah. You, you know, you could have se- several different angles. You could have had Roman uh, basically uh, getting in the faces of Jay and Jimmy. You know, what I mean, getting back to how it was a couple of years ago when they felt like, especially Jay, felt like that he was like subservient to Roman and Roman didn't ex- respect Jay. So that was his conflict. And basically, Sammy did a better job of being in Jay's head of saying, you know, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this. That could have been an angle, but yeah. th- they, they didn't really do it. It was just, uh, does Jay's feeling some type of way? that they beat up Sammy. So he's away. He comes back as if he's going to side with Sammy <laughs> over his family. So it's definitely some, some logical misfirings. There. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. Uh, we have Mike with the $5. Super chat. <laughs> it will probably in SmackDown. I think that means the hall of fame. Cause I think that the hall of fame, if I recall uh, properly, it was viewed is, is after SmackDown now. So it's not even its own type of standalone. Well, I mean, bro, listen, like you said, Chris, there's three weeks left. They're telling us how meaningless it is. I, yeah. I, I've been saying it all along, guys. Bro, bro, when, when, when a baseball player goes into the Baseball Hall of Fame, you know six months out, bro. Yeah, like, you know six months out, it's a big deal. You know when the ceremony is. There's, yeah. like you said, I think there's three shows left after tonight. Yeah. 
Yeah. We got awesome sauce. $2 super chat. Solo a Samoan monster. Yes, he yet he throws. I hate that. I hate punches, ladies and gentlemen. The follow through. I hate that. I hate that so much. Give me a Memphis punch, Vince. What's your best shot at the Memphis punch? There you go. Is that is that how Toots punched? Did he do the before? Uh, did Toots throw the the Memphis punches with the, uh, with the uh, sound and everything? Bro, everything Toots did, I believed, bro. Uh, everything I Toots I, did, I believed, bro. I agree with that. That's right, including the including the Memphis punches, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we get Bobby Lashley cutting a backstage promo with uh, the Bray Wyatt's flashing logo in the back. What do, you, what do you got here, man? I saw what happened on SmackDown. I just saw the clips during the week. Now I kind of can can understand a little why uh, uh, Brock Lesnar probably didn't want to do that. Uh, all the bills, you, are you know what I'm saying? So it makes it clear to me. Agreed. I, I, I bro, I, I don't know. I, who's going to go? Who's going to go over here, man? At WrestleMania between Bobby and Bray. My yeah. gosh, bro! I swear, man. Everything that I'm seeing and hearing. Man, it almost sounds to me like they've given up on Bray. Really? I mean, that's like that's that. I, I mean, I, I am not reading anything positive, bro. I'm telling you, man. If 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 Bray came back with okay, because remember, bro, he was gone for a long time. Mm-hmm. If finally they got him to come back, and he was like, okay, I'm bringing my guy with me that I'm doing a horror movie with. And we're going to do this and the other thing. Bro, when you do that, they're going to set you up to fail. Mm. Because in their minds, what what you're saying is, bro, you you don't have a clue how to do this. So Mm. I'm going to bring in my own people. Bro, when you do that to them, they will make sure some way, shape, or form you will fail. And, and, and look, look how many stop gaps we've yeah. had. Like, I'm still wondering where Alexa Bliss is. Still, and and now with the with Bobby Lashley cutting these promos, I'm not trying to play games. He absolutely seems like the babyface in this whole thing now. Like he's trying to say, I'm not playing games. I want to. I don't want to play any games. And all of a sudden, you're getting these cryptic messages you're getting uncle howie attack um you're getting bray just kind of doing this fun house thing and telling him to run he definitely seems like he's the heel in this and then all of a sudden like like he's the heel but he was the face with la night but why does he turn heel for the sake of feuding with either bobby lassie or bray white it's not even a title match. What's the, what's the point here? Man? And then, bro, here's the other thing I, I don't understand. This is what I have a big issue with, too, bro. It's like, uh, bro, like, listen, e- either we're doing the split or we're not doing the split. It, it's one or the other because now we're clearly doing bloodline on both shows. Yeah. But yet... We don't get Bray Wyatt on on Raw. Mm -hmm. We don't get Charlotte Flair on Raw, but we get the blood. Bro, we're we're three weeks away from WrestleMania. 
Bro, they should be on both shows. What, what, whatever the, what, what good is it? How did we advance Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair tonight? Through a two-minute Rhea Ripley package? Yeah. They should be on the show. I don't want to see Bray's logo behind Bobby Lashley. I want to see Bray. I don't understand it, bro. The, the, the bloodline is important enough. We got to do this on both shows, but nothing else is? Yeah. And you know I'm a proponent of the split but i, I know have to, i have to agree with you there though like it's it should be again like i said before it should be all hands on deck when it comes to wrestlemania season i think if you're going to make those interpromotional brand you know uh, decisions like make the decision because bobby came on smackdown you know just just because lot again i'm a logical person logically wouldn't it make sense for Bray to come on Raw unless he's trying to play mind games with with Bobby and not show up on Raw. If that's what they're trying to do, again, you're three weeks out. You don't have time to keep stretching these things out. You're going to have, like, based on things that are not confirmed, like Edge Finn is not official yet. Bray and Bobby are not official yet. And so you're literally going to have matches official as of next week three weeks before the biggest stage of the biggest uh show of of the year why are and then you're going to try to convince us that the the, the buy-in after it's official is worth continuing to to be excited about the match ray and dominic's not uh confirmed yet three, you know three weeks out so you're going to have all these matches there's an intercontinental thing going on with smackdown that's not confirmed yet. They're, they wanted a battle royal, and then they kind of th threw that off. Like, what are we doing here? Bro, can I can I explain to you? Absolutely, please do. Because if they do it this way, bro, they don't have to come up with any stories. Hmm. That that's yeah. why they they yeah. don't have to Keep do any storytelling, bro. How bro? How do you not have Cody and Roman Reigns in the same building? Yeah. How, how does that? Happen? But if they avoid it, bro. There's no storytelling they have to do. Yeah, I, I think that's really the only reason why they're deciding to stretch these things out because they're doing a bunch. Like, like Vince, think of it this way. Instead of drawing on stories, having us excited about WrestleMania, they're doing things like Baron Corbin's losing streak, going against Chad Gable, losing to Chad Gable, this Otis thing with maximal male model, Nikki Cross against like they're they're doing these collection of useless that have nothing to do with the build of WrestleMania. Nothing killing time with that. Like they they like they're in the back in the production team and they're like, okay, yeah, we're three weeks left before WrestleMania, but and we have three hours to make these stories mean something, but instead we're going to do. Piper Niven and Nikki Cross because Piper Niven attacked Candice LeRae. There's no payoff to this, at least before WrestleMania. But but how somehow we're going to make this a segment, bro? Is 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 Andrade not? He's done with AEW, right? Uh, there's it's not official yet, but he has he hasn't been on AEW. Program. So he 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 probably is still on the contract with them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because yeah. I'm I'm just. Yeah, you're right, Chris. Like it's 
It's such nonsense. I mean, bro, come on. When they're booking Baron Corbin and they know it means nothing, bro. It, who, who did who did Gargano wrestle again tonight? Uh, he beat Finn. Yeah. We'll get into that, too. He beat Finn, yeah. Uh, people are saying that Andrade is injured. Yes, he, he is injured. Yes. Uh, awesome sauce, $5 super chat, bro. <laughs> How does Nikki wear a red leather jacket? Does she not know that those are only reserved for Halloween dance parties for Thriller? Keep that for October. Thriller, Thriller night. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, two ta- Toots taught us that. Uh, actually, actually, it wasn't Toots. The Black Scorpion taught us those. Yes, yes. Not the Black Scorpion. We get uh, Carmella cutting back again. Wasted segments. Carmella cutting a backstage interview. And her and Chelsea are in cahoots now. And although Chelsea, although Carmella just dismissed Chelsea in weeks prior, now this week, though, they're they're allies. Just well, so happen to be allies. also, bro. Did we not open up the introduction of Chelsea Green? Of she wasn't happy with her uh, with her travel arrangements. They yes. didn't have the right Perrier water. This, that, and the other thing. But three weeks later, she's got a match against the champion. Yes, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking true. about, bro. You, you are you guys watching your own show, bro? Yeah. And, and we've talked about this before. You, you, you actually called this out. You were talking about how, like, what you can see the next few weeks is just basically Bianca and or Asuka just gaining reps by, by you know, by talent That's to make it. stronger. But here's the, and it's true, but here is my issue, like I said, like I've said the past few weeks. Why are they doing 50-50 booking and making the champion and the challenger look weak against Carmella? who has nothing to do with the match. Wouldn't it make sense if they're trying, like if Carmella and Chelsea are trying to insert themselves in the match and they continue to get beat up convincingly by Asuka and Bianca Belair. Like if you want to throw that wrench in there before WrestleMania, because there's no payoff to it. If you want to throw the wrench in there, at least make it make sense but at the same time don't let don't do it at the expense of bianca and oscar look looking weaker now i actually thought that next week was going to be a tag match like i said i think there's going to be a tag match that's going to be involved here yeah it might be the week after yeah i thought the next week is going to be oscar and bianca against chelsea and carmella now we're going to do Bianca. Like, you're doing a bunch of variations of this. We talked about doing, this. We, we have. Now, now you're going to do Bianca and Chelsea, and Carmella's going to interfere, and then Asuka's going to come out again, and then somehow the week after, then you're going to have Bianca and Asuka against Chelsea and Carmella. Again, it's not going to be a convincing win. It's going to be 50-50. And you have the champion and the challenger looking as strong as Carmella and Chelsea Green. Yep. I mean, that's 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 what we're doing here. Um, Joseph Gonzalez, four ninety nine super cat. This feud with Bianca is exposing why Oscar is never pushed on the main roster. 
She never speaks, so she can't help tell a story. Bianca is on her own. I think that, see, the thing is with Asuka, less is more when it comes to her. Like, what what brought her to the dance was the less is more approach. She she came in. She dominated matches. She ran rough shot. It was a lot of a Goldberg effect with Asuka, and she really dominated a lot of matches, and she didn't have to talk. She just came in and did her thing. And that still works. That's still a tried and true method. But when they're making the kabuki-ish type of stuff and they having her just kind of drizzle, you know, <laughs> die and this uh, like all that stuff is just getting really hard. Bro, I, I, I popped huge because it's like they, they, they can't help it but to make fun of it themselves. Bro, listen, let, let, let's give these, uh, let's give the people on Sports Kid a little history lesson here. Okay, bro. Bro, there used to be this dude by the name of the Missing Link. Okay, bro. And the Missing Link was a big dude, a freaky looking dude. He was bald with a little ponytail, never spoke. As a matter, who used to manage him? Uh, I think it was Gary Harder from numbers. Yeah, but they, he used to drag him around by the ponytail, the Kentrono. Okay, bro, the missing link spewed some green spew. Okay, yeah. that was the missing link's gimmick. Bro, they're actually making fun of it because because Oscar spews uh, 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 green, or oh, Chelsea green, <laughs> literally gets droplets on her. Yeah. She's blinded. She's selling. And the announcers literally call it the dreaded blue. Ooh. Bro, this is 2020. Somebody's got to explain to me what's in the dreaded blue blue mist. Because, bro, if it's Chris, think about this for a second. If the dreaded blue mist is blinding Chelsea Green. What is it doing to Oscar's mouth when she's holding it in her mouth? Yes, <laughs> like, yes, is, is that a reasonable question, bro? Like, if this is acid or something, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is happening? What is happening while Oscar's holding it, and then she's spe- bro? Yeah. It's so it's so effing stupid, bro. It's yeah. so stupid, man. So, uh, it, so uh, <sighs> I just remember there was Skandor Akbar. That's uh, okay. There you go. There you go. managed the missing link, and then uh, he was in WWE for a hot second too. I think a couple people managed him. I think I don't, I don't remember. Maybe Jimmy Hart or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that you have. Her speed the miss, and one thing that I noticed in this segment was did you notice that when Chelsea sidestepped when, when Carmella sidestepped, Chelsea leaned into <laughs> she leaned into it with her eyes closed, and they played the 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 slow mo like that one that's one of the worst slow mos that you could have played because there was nothing convincing about that segment that my eyes are closed and then i'm ah, like I'm yeah, and, she, and it was droplets she yeah. didn't even get the full gimmick there were droplets and yeah. she's blinded and i'm like well if that's freaking acid her face is gonna start eating away and Correct. and, and oscar's not gonna have a tongue <laughs> yeah exactly absolutely yeah but what, uh, whatever bro what whatever man no sense no sense uh, we have uh Sammy talking the KO backstage, still trying to convince K 
Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens is like, no, you know, hey, you know, yeah, why, why don't you just join the bloodline? So uh, they're still going with this, Vince. What do we do? It's gonna be, bro. Here, here's what it's gonna be. Sami Zayn's gonna make a few more saves. Oh, they still got three weeks. Owens is still gonna walk away. Finally, bro, they're going to be getting big time heat on Sami Zayn. But hold on for a second, bro, because tonight they were getting big time heat on Sami Zayn. And who made the save? Cody Rhodes. So if I'm Kevin Owens and the three guys are killing Sami Zayn, I'm going to be sitting in the back saying, Cody, go help him. Like that's what I'm talking about, bro. But Kevin Owens is like, he he he's 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 dead set on taking out the bloodline, but he doesn't need Sammy's help because of what Sammy did. Now Cody's helping Sane. If he's trying to take out the bloodline, wouldn't he like now jump in because like now it's it's even finally? Wait, say that again now, bro. <laughs> say that one more time. The, the confusion of WWE. Yes, exactly. Yes. So so. So Sammy is against, you know, he he he's his mission is to take out the bloodline. KO's mission is to take out the bloodline too. KO doesn't like Sammy, so he's like, no. But now Cody is helping Sammy Zayn. So now it's three on three. So why is the like wouldn't that make KO jump in now? Because he's like, I don't like Cody or Sammy. I don't care about that. Now, since it's more leveled in, I can defeat the bloodline better. There's a better chance. Let me do you one better, Chris. Let me do you one better, okay? Okay, let's let's get this straight now. Who's Cody Rhodes facing at WrestleMania? Roman Reigns. Okay, so we get to the end of the show. Jey Uso lays out Sami Zayn with the kick. They throw Sami Zayn in the ring. They're getting heat on him. Mm -hmm. Here comes Cody Rhodes, who is facing the tribal chief at WrestleMania. He comes in, goes to Sami, and the three guys. They back up. Yeah, exactly. I, Wait, I, I was so he's wrestling Roman at yeah. WrestleMania. Could they? Could you imagine the points they would get with 100%. Roman if they would have broken arm, broke a? Please make sense out of yeah. that for was, me, bro. I was actually going to. I was actually going to mention that when we went to the last segment because I was thinking in my head, Sammy was down. Cody came in in a suit, so Sammy's out. He, he's there. He's not going to help Cody. So essentially, we're talking three on one here. There's three weeks left before WrestleMania. You don't want Cody at 100%. I was going to talk about this the last segment. You don't want Cody at 100%. Sammy's down. So essentially, it's a three on one. Attack. Kevin Owens ain't coming. He's we not coming out. There. He's not coming out. So essentially, it's a three on one attack at this point to soften up Cody. Three weeks before, and their and their decision was, oh no, there's something about suited up Cody that has after after, after Heyman told them at the top of the show, yeah. oh you're gonna take care of this, and you're the tribal chief said, yeah. but 
if Cody Rhodes comes in that ring, the tribal chief said to back off. Yeah, yeah. Bro, this is what I'm talking about, bro. Come on, guys. Yeah. And so it makes the bloodline look weak. Like, why would Roman Reign look at that on 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 uh, Friday and say, job well done, uh, right. bloodline. Right. You, you, you took out Sammy, but for some reason you were too afraid to attack Cody and soften him up before WrestleMania on my behalf. Like, I yeah. just, it just doesn't make sense. And let's not let, let's not forget to mention too the guy's wearing a suit by the way. He's wearing like I said a suited up Cody. <laughs> he's a suited up Cody, a one man suited up Cody. He's got he's got dress shoes on, not even in gear, but somehow he has more power to intimidate three members of the bloodline, ladies and gentlemen. All right, with that, who is the missing link? He perceived Killer Khan. Remember Killer Khan? They were very, very similar, but I'm almost positive a link was the one with the mist. Um, yeah, uh, mi- missing link. He had the uh, the green gimmick, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Black. Uh, yeah. yeah, yep. That's it. Yep, yep. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, w- watch some uh, old world class, uh, world uh, world class championship wrestling. WCCW. He had a, a hiccup in the WWE, but if you really want to watch the missing link Rollin, check out some old WCCW stuff. First of all, I think everybody should watch WCCW and, and get hip to WCCW. That's where the Freebirds and the Von Erics became a thing. That's where the Freebirds, you know, put their, uh, that's when Michael P.S. Hayes and Terry Gordy had their heel turn uh, with uh, Carrie Von Erich and, uh, and, and, it was it was Carrie and uh, Flair had a match together in the, in the cage match, and Michael Hayes uh, was about to help Carrie. Carrie didn't want his help, and so guess what happens? Terry Gordy he swings the cage, and wham! There you go. There's the the uh, induction of the Freebirds versus the Von Erichs, ladies and gentlemen. So check out some world class class uh, championship wrestling, and their theme song is incredible. So. Big fan of their themes. Uh, next, uh, we have Seth Rollins and Logan Paul segments. Um, Bro, we, we got to talk about it. Give me Joey. Give me Joey. Yes, yes, indeed. I got to talk about this, bro. Yes, indeed. I will give you the floor, but before, let's give Joey the floor. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. First, I got, I got to say a couple things about this, bro. First of all, bro, you know, unlike AEW, you have children that go to WWE shows. There's a lot of children in the crowd. There are a lot of families in the crowd. So when you animals start chanting F you, Logan, you're animals, bro. You're absolute animals. You're not seeing kids there. Like, no, I'm just going to be totally ignorant and totally classless and in front of children i'm gonna chant f you logan but even worse than that bro i don't care what anybody says because i know people are starting to agree with me on this but they'll never admit it bro how annoying is this singing getting three four times every segment and let me tell you what's really pissing me off bro it's freaking rollins 
Yeah. It, it's he's Rose that yeah. gets it going every single time. Bro, he's got to control that. Absolutely. When you go out, bro, if everybody's singing while your opponent is in the ring, that's one thing. Okay, bro, no problem. Bro, I'll give you a second time. If you want to get them singing again, bro, when, when you're inviting them to do it three, four times the audience is sitting at home saying enough already bro we get it we get the freaking and bro he he promotes it and it's oh bro it it is killing every freaking segment like i said bro you want to do it once great you want to do it twice okay when we're on three and four bro it's freaking annoying Oh, 100% agree with you. Why, why do why are wrestling fans the only ones that act this way, bro? You go to any sporting event, people don't act like idiots. Well, you know, they're marks for themselves a lot of the, uh, of the Man, crowd. bro, it's it, it's so freaking it's, it's, annoying it's every cultish, time man. he comes out. It's it's cultish and and Rollins doesn't do anything to help it. He eggs it on. And so he's so that's the thing. That's the much uh, that Seth Rollins, he's been a, a knack for seeking attention, even as a face or a heel. And you're willing to hijack segments to have that chant continue, even when he was a heel. I even talked about this on the show when he was a heel. Yes, he did. It yes. was to me, it was much worse when he it's bad across the board, but it was much worse when he was a heel because. Why would you allow the fans to hijack a segment where you're trying to get heat in order to make the baby face look good? Now you're trying to hijack the segment because your chant is more over than you are right now. So you need the heel to get the heat to put you over. And I have this is one of the things that I liked about this segment kudos to logan paul man he stepped on that pop so well because what happened was the miz couldn't do it and miz is a pro the miz is a pro he kept trying to talk and trying to tell him and then of course seth rollins kept he put the he put the microphone down allowed the crowd to still hijack the segment logan paul the heel that he is the really good heel that he is he just kept talking when they were when they were chanting, yep. he kept talking. Yep. He was telling them shut up, and he just kept on talking. And he stepped on that pop so well. And guess what happened? Boom! They stopped, and they they switched over from getting themselves over and hijacking the segment to putting heat on Seth. Now that that's some veteran stuff right there. Yeah. And for something, and for somebody who's only been in the business on a quote full-time ish basis for a year now year or two man i mean like well he was even he was part-time before you know a couple years ago but more you know he signed and you know had more appearances lately for someone who's still not a weekly full-timer and is just new into this to be able to pull a veteran move on that and get a heat over a hijacking crowd and bro, that's a, think about this too, Chris. Think about this again, bro. Th- their psychology is so it's so messed up because think about this, bro. Every time we've seen Logan Paul in a wrestling ring, Chris, with all due respect, he's been better than seventy five percent of the time. Yes. 
<laughs> we stormed with Reigns. We saw the, the ricochet thing. The guy's been unbelievable in the ring. Now you have the baby face. The baby face calling him, you are the scum of the earth. You are a coward. You are a troll. You are a fraud. You are a human dumpster fire. Bro, he's better than 75% yeah. of the roster every time he's been in the ring. So yeah. you you you've got a baby face that's basically lying. Yes. No, bro, he's not a coward. He's yeah. not the scum of the earth. He's not a fraud. Yeah. He's proven yeah. he could do this. That that should be the promo, bro. In that regard, in that regard, Vince, you have, I mean, like some people who just Unfortunately, just aren't cutting it right now. The WWE is people are people like Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, you know, Mustafa Ali, people like that. Did any three of those people I just mentioned main events a Saudi Arabia show within the first year of him signing and the second year of him doing uh, of him being a wrestler completely? Period. And again, not a weekly wrestler. Just coming in spots in main event a Saudi Arabia show within a year of him signing. Bro, you could call Logan Paul a lot of things. Chris, please explain to me. Coward isn't one of them. <laughs> you asked him to show up this week. The dude showed he up. Showed up. Yeah, exactly. How is in, in Seth Rollins's mind? How is this dude a coward, bro? Yeah. He took he took a bump. He's taking a picture with his cell phone. Yeah. This this is a cow. This is a guy that's afraid. That's what I'm doing. like. What are you guys doing, man? Yeah, he, he's 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 coast to coast with with Ricochet, and they're looking at each other, basically saying, "I'm not backing down. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna do it. Okay, well, let's do it at the Russell at at the Royal Rumble spot. If he was a coward, he would just be like, no. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no, if I'm you're not. if you're a fraud, bro, you're not taking Roman Reigns to the limit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Main eventing Russell. And the thing is, looking really good doing it, and getting to the point where he was so. I mean, like he was so convincing, and, and he earned the respect. And he he's a heat magnet. But there were moments, especially at Saudi. That he earned the respect of a, the crowd because he was just so good at what he did is so early. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you got you got to give him credit. And I, calling him those things uh, just <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't apply to Logan Paul at least. No, it does not apply. You want to call Ali those things? I'm 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 with you, Logan yeah. Paul, bro. Like w with what he's done this early too. Yeah, this early. Uh, next, we have Omos. Speaking of Dolph Ziggler, unfortunately, we have Omos. Uh, well, bro, now, I mean, with, with what he did to Dolph Ziggler, I mean, I, I believe now that he's going to get Brock Lesnar. I mean, don't you, Chris? I mean, my God, after what he did to Dolph Ziggler tonight. I'm go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I'm convinced. I agree with you. I, I'm convinced. I got a bigger mystery for you, though. Okay? The, back, the backstage segment... How did Ali get Ziggler a match against almost? How, how does that work? Like, literally, how does that work? Creative liberties, man. I got you a match against almost and, and Ziggler. Oh, damn. Like, <laughs> what, 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 what universe are you dudes living in, bro? It's so basically, like, earlier today, <sighs> Adam Pierce knocks on the uh, door of, uh, 
somehow he's there super early. Like he, he's there super early to make sure this happens tonight. So he knocks on the door of uh, Adam Pierce and he's like, hey, Adam, I've, I've got a suggestion for you for the card tonight. How about you do Omos versus Dolph Ziggler? And somehow Adam Pierce is like, hmm, I think that's a really good idea. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand the logic behind some. And again, it goes back, Vince, this Mustafa Ali and Dolph Ziggler feud has no payoff for Mania. No. Uh, is this maybe this is going to lead into a uh, a pre-show match between the two? Is that the payoff? I don't know, and 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 then, and then he's wearing his sunglasses in the back in in March, like in in Boston, in Boston in, Boston in March. He's wearing sunglasses inside. Oh my gosh, bro! Like. Yeah, um, we get we get the maximum male models backstage. Uh, Baron Corbin still trying to earn his stripes, and he could have uh, earned his stripes if he's able to defeat Chad Gable. So he's trying to become a maximum male model now. I don't know. Bro. Are you convinced of? Of, of Baron Corbin. Like, I was actually kind of, not, not really, but I was like, at least this makes sense. I was getting into, like, at least there's some type of, okay, like, you're interfering my, you know, in my uh, interviews, and so I'm going to go toward you because you're the one that calls my interviews. Like, there was not any type of logic with, Corbin coming up to the maximum male models trying to get a position. And not only that, bro, there was no match made. Like she said, if you can beat up Clark Gable tonight, oh, we'll we'll consider you. So he had to make that match happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, literally, Corbin booking his own matches, Ali's booking Dolph Ziggler's matches. Like, do you guys just not? care it's just open contracts uh across the board just uh, raw is full of open contracts ladies and gentlemen if, if, if raw was, it was raw if raw was full of open contracts i know me if i'm backstage why would i want if, if it's an open contract policy why would i want to go against chad gable if i could go against roman reigns right exactly exactly open contract uh next uh we have johnny gargano Defeating Finn Balor, ladies and gentlemen, because of Edge and the Nance uh, Spears Balor's uh, as Spears Balor post match. Now, is it was it was it necessary for Gargano to pick up this win when Gargano has nothing to do with this feud? I know that the, I know that the point was he cost him the match. That's what Edge even said beforehand. But you're talking Austin Theory, who's the United States champion, versus Johnny Gargano. Like, okay, Austin Theory, who's the United States champion and has a match against John Cena for the title at WrestleMania now, versus Johnny Gargano, who has no match at WrestleMania, no payoff to nothing. That is not apples to apples as far as costing matches. That makes Finn Balor look much weaker than Edge if Edge is losing to Austin Theory versus 
Finn Balor losing to Johnny Gargano. That is not an apples-to-apples apples comparison. No. no, absolutely not. And the idea is to make Balor look as strong as you possibly can going absolutely. into a, you know, a match against Edge that everybody would assume you know, Edge would win. You've yeah. got to make him look as strong as possible. And, and I guess they feel having Gargano beat him is the way to do that. Yeah, and it seems like the payoff is that uh, Balor's going to take the win here. So if Balor beats Edge at WrestleMania and he just lost to, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Gargano a few weeks before, does that make Johnny Gargano better than Edge? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. Johnny Gargano, like if like Johnny Gargano beat beat Finn Balor, so why not Johnny Gargano go up to uh, Adam Pierce and be like, hey, since it's an open contract, yep. I want a WrestleMania payday. Put me either put me in the match with the three of them or have me go against Edge because I just beat Balor. Balor's a non factor now. So I just it just doesn't make sense as far as allowing these people to get the losses and looking weak leading up to WrestleMania where the people they lost to have no or or at least 50-50 with has no involvement in WrestleMania. Bro, you guys can go back to any WrestleMania the beginning of time, bro. You want to look at WrestleMania 1, bro. Look how they built uh, Mr. Wonderful and Piper going into WrestleMania 1. I promise you, bro, on, on the road to WrestleMania 2, I promise you King Kong Bundy did not get beat along the way to WrestleMania 2. You know, I promise, bro, Andre... Andre didn't get upset. Like, yeah. bro, I, I don't, I don't know what they're thinking anymore. It's all so illogical and makes no sense, bro. That's like, that's like, uh, the big match between Savage and Steamboat at WrestleMania three, uh, you know, uh, Savage loses to George, the animal steel a few weeks. Uh, before exactly. Yeah. Somehow that's going to make Savage look better uh, for for the big match. Uh, next we have backstage interview Edge. We talked about that. Then we have Piper Niven and Nikki Cross. Oh wait, hold! Oh wait! Oh, I missed something. Give me a give me a double team. I must have missed it. Roll through thirty minutes. Did I really? Oh, yes. Joey, come, come on out, Joey. Come out! Come out! Come out, Joey! Come out! there's a couple things you got to talk about here bro hold on let's because you, you went way too fast bro there was something between gargano the edge interview oh, no for, even before that okay bro okay. i did not know it chris maybe you knew it evidently it's women's history month now did you even okay. know that was a thing did you I, know that was a thing like did i didn't is that did that just start this year? Women's History Month. I guess. I guess. So. Okay, but anyway, why do they got to make Stephanie McMahon the showcase of this thing? Oh, she's she's not even there anymore. She's not even working, and they're still giving her credit for all these women, rather than give all these women the credit for all these women. Why mm -hmm. does Stephanie McMahon have to be front and center when she doesn't even work for the company anymore? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at women's history. I mean, Hey, look, if you want to do women's history month, uh, you know, sure. Go for it. So as far as women's history month in America, I never heard of that till this show. Um, 
So I'm looking at women's history. So 1988 was the first presidential proclamation for Women's History Month. This is the first year I've ever heard. I'm, I'm not saying I have a problem with it. I, mm-hmm. I, I just never, ever heard of this until today. But I want to point out something else too, Chris, because we're just talking about there's no rhyme or reason for anything. Mm-hmm. Bro, do you know in that first match with uh, with uh, uh, Samoa Joe Sequoia, bro, <laughs> Kevin Owens no get the heat for all these names. Bro, so. Kevin Owens hits uh, uh, Samoa Joe Sequoia. He hits him. This is the sequence: two super kicks, a cannonball, and then a swanton. Yes. And literally 15 seconds later, Samoa Sequoia was up and like he had he he never been touched. Yes, Let's fast forward, bro, to Johnny Gargano and uh, and um, mm-hmm. our boy uh, 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 Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Do you know how Finn Balor lost this match, bro? Edge pushed no. him off the top rope, and that was enough for Johnny Gargano to pin him. Well, he he did this finisher before that. Oh, I well, but but I, I I didn't even see it. But that, but that was enough. But Sequoia gets hit but, with but, the but Finn Balor. So he so he so Edge pushed him off. And somehow he slouched over and goes over to the end of the ropes to get Johnny Gargano's finish move. How convenient that he slouched over and ready to take. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't even believe that Johnny Gargano has a finishing move. Yeah, like, this, who, who, is, who is Johnny Gargano finishing if this were a shoot? All right, never mind, bro. So, again, I got my Stephanie thing off, the, off my chest. We had the Cody Roman Reigns package. Uh, now you're at Nikki Cross and uh, uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess my my thing, what my thing, uh, you know, the packages really doesn't. I, I don't really know the packages. The only thing that I noticed, the only package that I noticed, and I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Is that I, I heard the the rumors that they're going to have a king and queen queen of the ring uh, with you. But it's going to be in Saudi. That's going to be their Saudi. Yeah, that, thing. That, so that, that did. Man, God, the the uh, what that did for uh, Selena Vega's uh, career. Oh my gosh, bro. Yeah, they, yeah. of course, of course, she we're became, gonna have that again. She became champion. Uh, she became world champion because yeah. of that, man. So, uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I've always liked the King of the Ring uh, pay per views. You were a part of a couple, right? Yeah, King of the yeah. Ring. So what? Ninety eight was. Billy Gunn. 97 was Austin. 98 was Billy Gunn. 99 was... I was even there when Mabel. When Mabel was the king, I was there. Oh, that was uh, 94. Mabel, yeah. 95, right? 95. Yeah. Oh, wasn't Owen a king of the ring? Owen? Owen was 94. Brett was 93. Uh, I think Brett was twice in a row. I think it was 92 and 93. I used to know all of them, actually. Yeah. So I think '98 was Shamrock, nine was nine was Billy Gunn, and then oof, 2000 was Kurt. Maybe I think 2000 was Kurt. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you were there for '99, '95 through '99, the King yeah. of the Rings. Okay. Or '94, if Owen won in '94, I think I yeah, was Owen, there for Owen winning. I think Owen won in '94. Yeah, and Brett won in '93, uh, I believe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Brett Owen, uh, Mabel. Oof. 
96 was oh oh who's who's 96 somebody uh, saying it was austin. austin no austin was 90 96 was austin 97 was triple h yep. yeah 96 yeah 96 was austin it was austin 316 97 was triple h because not because I think Triple H was supposed to win in '96, but but because of the uh, Montreal, because of the um, the uh, the uh, what is that called? What was that called with uh, Montreal Screwjob? No, 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 no. The um, what? Well, they started hugging. Well, I'll start hugging. The click Viagra on the curtain pole. Call, curtain call. Curtain call. That's, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was it, actually. Forget the curtain call. It was the Viagra on the pole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He. I think he was supposed to win it, because, but because of the curtain call, he got he got some heat for it for a minute, and then he won the next year. So, yeah. So very very interesting. So what's what was the rhyme and reason behind, like who's going to win the King of the Ring at that time back in back when you had a lot to do with it. What what was it like? Did Vince throw a name out there, and y'all were trying to figure out? Like, uh, no, it was, it was just really, bro. It, I mean, that was a big pay per view back in the day. King of oh, the Ring was a big pay per view, yeah. yeah. so it was you know just like a guy winning the Royal Rumble. I mean, just somebody that's going to be pushed is going to be the King of the Ring. Okay, yeah. so the say say for instance in ninety ninety five when Mabel won. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't involved in the booking back then. Okay, I was, I was just there. You were just. You were there as a writer still. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you didn't have. You didn't know anything about like the backstage no. decisions back then. Because I'm really interested in knowing like what was what was the 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 science the <laughs> behind Mabel winning the King of the Ring and he never became champion. I know that he had the heel turn at the time. They're looking for a big name. You know, a big heel to feud with Diesel at the time because Diesel was the big baby at the time. Yeah. So I guess that's the reason why. But yeah, probably why. And then he had a reputation of hurting a lot of people. So that yeah, because I know he uh, jacked up the Undertaker's face. That probably cut it short. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I know he did get a title shot. I think it was SummerSlam, if I'm not mistaken. Him and uh, Diesel went to go against yeah. each other. So, um. <clears throat> I mean, we can talk old school uh, paper King of the Ring or pay per views, especially with <laughs> when doing the Attitude Era. Yes, uh, uh, much more than Raw. So, um, yeah. So, like, okay. Here, here, speaking of that, like, say for instance, uh, Billy Gunn winning in '99 or Shamrock winning in '98. Now, were they pegged to be that main event talent? And if so, why didn't no, they no, him? no, no? That I could tell you this: Billy was like a hundred percent Vince. So why did he win it? Is that what was the purpose of him winning the King of the Ring? Billy, yeah, Vince especially, was especially with Austin. Vince, Vince, for... that was one hundred percent Vince, bro. I got to tell you, as ridiculous as this sounds, Vince got off on Mister S. He really? thought that was the greatest. Like seriously, bro. Like yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yes. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. So he got off so much that he was like, I want you to win the king of the ring, pal. And yes. just nothing really came out of it. So no, no. Interesting. You know, and it's just like I said before, there's just certain people who are like like designated 
tag team wrestlers, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's, that's okay. That's Bro, totally Billy's okay. Billy's gift was not cutting promos, man. Yeah. He was a great, great, great athlete. Looked great. Yeah, that was not his strength, man. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he wasn't a singles wrestler. He's a tag team wrestler, and it's totally okay with being a tag team wrestler. That's like Road Warrior Animals, one of my favorite tag team wrestlers of all time. He had a couple singles runs that just really didn't work, yeah. but he is the tag team star. Same same thing with Hawk. You know what I mean? Like it just works. There's just certain people who are tag team wrestlers, and that's okay. Totally fine. Yeah. Uh it's awesome sauce, two dollars super chat. King of the Ring dates back to the early 80s with John Morocco. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, there's there's a few that uh, uh, Harley Race, I believe, was uh, the King of the Ring because he was King Harley Race. So, um, next we have let's 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 zip through this man. Um, Boogs and Elias. Bro, look, look, look how this match was made. <laughs> Like that's what, like uh, how, how can and this you, is before WrestleMania? By how do you guys take each other yeah. seriously? That a, a guy walks up to another wrestler, says something, the other wrestler walks over, they got a match next week. Yeah, Bro, this is what happens when you you have an authority figure like Adam Pierce that doesn't mean anything. I've been saying that forever. If, yeah. if Eric Bischoff is running the show, these guys ain't making matches like this. We, we we know there's somebody in charge. That's what and, and and add to that, Vince. This is so so next week, right? Next week is two more shows. So so we'll have a show next week. That means we'll have two more shows before WrestleMania. Somehow this segment is worth taking some valuable wrestlemania prep time three weeks before wrestlemania and this this deserves next week this deserves an entire match yeah before wrestlemania yep. Absolutely. that's the stuff i don't understand vince i don't get it man why do i care hyping before wrestlemania I'm I'm supposed to be getting excited i'm supposed to get all these the, these these the momentum the the stories and somehow I'm supposed to care two weeks, two more shows before WrestleMania of Bronson Reed versus Elias. Like, why, why do why do I care about that leading into WrestleMania? I just you, I don't you understand. Don't you don't, bro? Uh, next we have uh, seen the Cena segment. Man, did he dress down Austin Theory, Vince Russo? What you saying? Think? Everything we've been saying. Nobody it's true. Cares. Everything that was true. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. That, that yeah. was. His message front and center. And, bro, I got to tell you, man, when you listen to this promo, we don't care about you. We don't believe you. You don't believe you. You have no heart. You have no soul. You're a pair of tr trunks away from being a jabroni. Bro, there is oh, no okay. way. There is no way John Cena can put Austin Theory over after this. Because I, got, yeah, I got a simple question. So, all the things that Cena said here, right, bro? Nobody cares. Oh, but they're going to care in three weeks? And, and and the thing is, even at the end of the promo, he was like, you know, if you if you lose against me, basically it's over. And if you beat me, it's over. Like, it's like there, there's nothing. How in the world could they have allowed, like, 
was there a conversation in the back? Clearly there wasn't. What's the point of John Cena doing this? Because he annihilated Austin Theory in this segment. He's already getting to a point of every week, we've said this every week, that he's trying to not be a kid anymore. I'm not the future. I'm the now. He's still trying to earn his stripes. And I've said this, I've said this on the show, like him beating Cena, what is that going to mean? Especially now, because him just simply beating John Cena, there's nothing negative that's going to come out Cena losing. He's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. But there's nothing that's going to come out of theory. Bro, there is no way in the world that Cena would have dressed this guy down (laughs) if he's going to do the job. Because the way Cena dressed him down, then, bro, a guy that means absolutely nothing beat you. That that ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen, bro. So the only thing they can do out of this thing, Chris, bro, the last thing Cena said to him was, you're not ready. He's, he, he ain't going to be ready in three weeks. If he yeah. ain't ready now, he ain't going to be ready in three weeks. Bro, the only way out of this is for a theory to give him a hell of a match. Cena goes over and Cena either shakes the hand, raises it, puts him over mm. at the end of the match. They There's nothing else they can do but that, bro. How do you get out of... Cena going back to Hollywood with with the title, and does he lose it the night after, or what? I I, I don't I, I I don't who knows, bro? Who knows? Un, unless unless he the the night after he forfeits the title, that's not what I came. I my my job was to teach a kid a lesson, and that's where he gives the promo, putting Austin Theory over, mm. and then maybe they have a tournament or something for that title. I mean, I don't understand why the title's involved in this. We've spoken about this. Said that. <laughs> you know? I said that. I I don't think I I mean I, I don't I don't think that I would much have rather it not be a title match. Cena beats Theory at WrestleMania, earns the respect, and then and then the respect goes over to Raw and then Austin Theory just absolutely obliterates Cena, takes him out, like beats the snot out of him, and that's a way to put him over more than just winning a match at WrestleMania. That's the scene that can he can have by just obliterating Cena at the Raw. So basically, he's already at, at that Raw. He's like, you got my respect. You, you, it was a heck of a match. You took me to the wire. Shake my hand. They shake hands. Theory takes him out. And I think that's the way to get steam on him. Theory just beating Cena for Cena to just go away. After this promo, what in the heck is that going to mean for Theory? It's not going to mean anything because he is completely buried six feet under right now, and it's going to have to go up. I, I just, you know, again, just everybody watching this show, bro, you got to understand the psychology of the wrestlers. The job of the baby face and the job of the heel, it is always to put your opponent over. Indeed. Even if you put him over in a backhand away, it's to put him over because you're putting him over because now when you beat him, 
you beat somebody. That's what I didn't like about Rollins's promo. Oh, you're a coward. You're this, you're that. Okay, Seth, so then you beat a coward. Whoop-dee-doo, bro. Anybody can beat a coward. The objective is to put the guy over so when you beat him, you beat somebody. Cena buried him here, bro. So if Cena loses, bro, a nobody beat you. Bro, it doesn't work that way. And here's the thing, man. It doesn't work that way, man. Cena is pretty much... He's pretty much Teflon at this moment. Like he, he's, you know, he, he's in and he's out. He, he was there. For, he was on top for 15 years. He's Hall of Fame bound. So even if, even if Theory beats Cena, that doesn't make Theory bigger. That doesn't elevate his status because he beat someone who thought that he was a nobody. So he didn't earn his respect from him. And he's beating someone who's, a, a part-timer who rarely wrestles now. So that's, I've t- I said this before, Vince, that's the reason why I'm not a big fan of the legends coming back from the well, putting the current talent over with not a lot of story or momentum coming from the legend. It just, they're doing this over and over again. Yeah. Drew beating Goldberg. You know what I mean? Like it, it just like lastly, uh, or, or, or you're having, uh, 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 Lita losing to Becky, Trish losing to Charlotte. You know what I mean? Like you're having these legends come back from this well, losing to the current talent without a good story behind it. And if you think about a lot of like Drew, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who don't capitalize on beating the legend. They just beat the legend. You know what I mean? Just, just, just for, just for the sake of beating them. So I, I think that it doesn't hurt Cena if he takes this loss. But at the same time, Cena obliterated Theory. So him winning doesn't elevate his status because he's already buried to many of the fans. Most of the fans, really, especially after this promo. So uh, we have uh, the Sami Zayn interview. Uh, it's made official. It's made official that uh, the, the, the uh, match as far as Cena and uh, Theory. Sami Zayn cuts a promo. We have gable beating corbin uh let me feel free to interrupt if you have anything to say about these segments and then uh i called it a few weeks ago the six woman uh tag match is official now so they did the uh the title change to i guess pop a rating because it's not going to be for the the tag team match the tag team titles aren't even going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah, and bro, it's it's so like, I swear to God, it's like, okay, bro, so last week the babies won the title. This week the babies clear the heels out of the ring. So babies over two weeks in a row with three weeks left to go. Bro, here's the problem. You're looking at the six women in, in the ring. You've got Lita and... and um, uh, what, what, Trish and Becky. Trish that are way beyond their prime. Their mothers, they're way beyond their prime. Trish is and, getting some heat by Boston. Man. Yeah, and, and you've got you've got two girls, two women in the ring, literally 15, 20 years younger than they are. They're not even in their league, bro. They're not even in their league. But my point is, bro. They're already not in their league. You can't have the babies going over on them every week because now, now, now you're wasting my time in a six-man. 
Agreed. At some point, bro, they've got to get heat. They're yeah. not in their league. Yeah. And so this is what's going to happen. I can see the babies. I can see the baby faces winning at WrestleMania. So what's going to happen is the week before WrestleMania, damage control is going to take out the baby faces. And that is supposed to somehow get enough heat to take them into mania. Again, all these, this is three shows before us, three weeks before WrestleMania. Finally, you get the six person tag. That's because only a few weeks ago, you started this whole thing. It's just, again, I don't understand. You've been a writer there before. I don't understand these last minute matches before WrestleMania. Well, the, the only thing that would make sense out of any of this, bro, here, here's the only thing that would make sense of, uh, sense of this behind the scenes. Triple H was in charge of creative. Triple H was going in a certain direction. Vince gets back in there in charge, and it's like, no, 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 no. We're not going that way. We're going this way because that's exactly what this looks like. This looks like we don't know where, not only do we not know where we're going, we don't even know how to get there. I mean, that's what this whole thing looks like. This is not, bro, a creative team working together on the same page in a build to WrestleMania. That is not what we're seeing here, bro. So I don't know if Triple H had everything written down on a sheet. Vince comes in and says, oh, no, Triple H is still in charge of creative. Then all of a sudden, bro, you're five weeks out from WrestleMania. Uh, Let let me see that card again. Yeah. That's what this looks like to me, man. What's the script, you know, five weeks in, yeah. Um, next we have, uh, the Sami Zayn and Uso segment with the very, very predictable, uh, turn at the end. I mean, who, who thought, I mean, like I was waiting for the turn. I I was waiting for it. And I think that uh, most people were waiting for it. Like they started cheering when they did the hug. I'm like, man, this like Vince McMahon would say, you all bought it. Hug. Light and cigar. Like, I mean, that's essentially what happened because, like, okay, really, Boston, Boston, really, you're one of the smarkiest crowds in the, in the in the nation. And you really think that this is going to lead to Jay Uso and Sami Zayn being in cahoots. As soon as they did the 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 slant, the diagonal view. See, I I, I pay attention to camera angles a lot. Because a lot of times they they have like when they do the heel turn, a lot of times they don't show the baby face for a second. And then when they get back on them, they show the turn. And so I I was waiting for the camera shot and they they did it, they did it exactly what I was expecting. They did the diagonal shot with Uso being away from Zane, but on a diagonal. And I'm like, oh, see, that's they're setting it up for the kick. Sammy goes up a little bit, and I'm thinking of the production. They're, they want to get all that kick. So what they're going to do is they're going to do the diagonal the gimmick, and then all of a sudden, boom, there's the kick. And I'm like, I was waiting for it. That The way that they showed the camera angles, I was waiting for the turn. Now, here's my question to you, Vince. From a production standpoint, when you're booking things, and I know you're talking to the producers and things like that when it comes to like certain turns and things like that, 
How important is those kind con- or are those very con- important? They happen all the time. Okay. Happen all the time. The talent's got to know exactly where the camera's yeah, going to be in so they know what position they're in. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, we, we forgot a, a, a couple of things too. Somebody pointed out in the room. I don't want to forget about Cena talking about the crowd noise being chanted in for Five theory years. that you and I talked about two months ago. Yeah. But bro, also we forgot to mention this too, which we, I can't believe we forgot to mention this, bro. So the baby face Rollins tells Logan Paul, "Your classless, your your scum of the earth, coward, troll, fraud." Human dumpster fire. Yes, indeed. And then the heel knocks the baby face out cold after saying that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what, bro? Bro, isn't the heel supposed to be saying that and then the baby face is supposed yes. to knock him out cold? Yes, indeed. Yeah. What is going on, bro? He, he's so he's so bad. He's so pointless. He's so irrelevant to the 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 product. But at the same, this same person is going to knock me out. Like, I just, I don't understand. Oh, my God, bro. How does that make Rollins look strong in this whole angle if he's getting knocked out by the human dumpster fire? So, indeed, indeed. Vince, someone who's not a human dumpster fire is uh, this guy right here. Let them know about uh, you got you got a shirt. I gotta let them know about okay, my fancy them, man. Like here, guys. Look here, Vince nice. Russo. Here it is the Patreon, nice. guys. I got five spots left if you want to play against me right there, bro. Patreon.com forward slash VRFBB. If you love baseball, if you love fantasy baseball, I got five spots left. There awesome. You go. awesome, very nice, man. We got a we got a, a super yeah, we got a miss, man. Of course, yeah, we got a. Rollin always coming through, man. Nine ninety nine super chat. Right. How did you guys know that KO wasn't going to help Sammy? Did you notice that during the backstage segment with Boogs and Elias, that in the background Cody and KO were having a spirited conversation? I didn't even see that. Did you? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't okay. Know. Well, sorry guys, we missed that one. Uh sorry. Uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> sorry. So, uh, yeah, they, they, I guess they had a spirited conversation backstage. I wonder what they were talking about. So uh, we shall see in the coming weeks because eventually we're going to get, we already have Cody versus Roman. And ladies and gentlemen, I hate to spoil it for you, but we're going to get KO and Sammy versus the Usos. So. Bro, I got to tell you, somebody's got a good point here. I just want to point out, uh, Eric, uh, the recorded crowd noise added in uh, from Cena comment says a thousand words about WWE this decade. Bro, that Cena saying that buries the company. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, seriously, <laughs> like that. I mean, you're, yeah. you're telling people, bro, these people aren't really over, so they're piping in crowds. I mean, that... So that he's admitting more, that they're piping in crowds. Yeah, I mean, that does more damage to the yeah. company than it does, you know, theory, bro. So I imagine, like, you know, they're giving him the reins on whatever to say because yeah. he's, you know, he's a draw. Yeah. But it's like, what... Cena's a company. He's always been a company guy. So do you think Cena's just, like, screw it i don't care i'm just kind of airing my grievances Bro, at this point what is i'll tell doing? you what i think i'll tell you what i think and and you you see it here and there but 
it doesn't have it doesn't happen off often because you know there still is a little bit of brotherhood bro you've got guys like cena you got guys like taker you got guys like kevin nash this past week bro l- l- let's be honest they think today's wrestling is a joke oh, yeah. they, they they may like somebody you know, a couple of people, but all in all, I mean, C- Cena is watching them pipe in crowd noise. Yeah. And Cena is is living the moments when he went out there and what the crowds are like. You don't think Cena's not sitting at home saying, really, bro? Like, you guys have no idea how to get yourselves over. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 the veterans, bro, they feel feel that way they just ain't gonna say it out of respect for the business but that's john cena saying it bro yeah, yeah. because you wouldn't, you wouldn't say something like that bro if you didn't feel strongly about it oh, yeah. he's basically saying bro during our day the the old guys the irrelevant guys real. The nobody was piping in crowd noise bro now they do it. So I mean, with Kevin Nash yeah. saying, "Yeah, know, uh, don't worry, he's not going to watch it." Yes, yes. <laughs> out of any, out of anyone ever who protects the business, I mean, if there's any one person in the history of professional wrestling that protects the business, it is the Undertaker, someone who dressed in black for several years of his life to protect this character someone who is a WWE loyalist, who's a pro wrestling loyalist, who protects the heck out of the 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 company, the the the, the business, for him to jump in <laughs> with with Kevin Nash to basically endorse what he said. I mean, it's a whole different type. Oh, of, yeah, bro, you, you, bro, you got Cena in the ring in Boston. The people are going crazy. He's got everybody in the palm of his hand. Then here comes a guy walking to the ring. Again, bro, inside, and he mentioned this too, wearing sunglasses. Bro, Cena is looking at a a kid playing wrestling. That's what he's that's why he made the comment about the freaking sunglasses, bro. I can see a lot of that being a shoot, man. Absolutely, man. Of what Cena said being a shoot, and that was a way talking about trial by fire. This is what I can get from Vince. This is what I get from Cena before we go. Cena's basically saying, okay, I'll give you the win at WrestleMania. But first of all, I'm getting a payday and I'm using my name to put you over. I don't have to do this, but I'm using my name to put you over. You better believe that there's going to be a trial. There's going to be a trial by fire here. There's there's going to be a, a a test of fire on the way to WrestleMania, and you are going to get initiated and hazed basically yeah. at, on the way to WrestleMania because you're not just going to think that you're just going to with who you are now. I'm putting my name on the line for you. Okay, yeah, you you better believe that there's going to be something that you're going to be dressed up and you're going to get a reality check. On this feud leading into WrestleMania, I, I got I got to address one comment on here that some uh, C Man eighty nine. Pretty sure they piped over the booze when Cena was on TV. Absolutely not, bro. No. There were cheers and booze. The, and bro, the reason why people are cheering and booing is because 
Cena is evoking an emotion. Half of the people loved him and half of the people hated him. You heard that all the time. They didn't pipe nothing in, bro. That was as clear as day. And what Cena is saying, which is absolutely true, yes, some people loved me, some people hated me. Bro, nobody cares about you. That's the problem, bro. Nobody cares. They don't care enough about Austin Theory to boo him. Yeah, very sad. On that note, we're going to get out, but a special shout-out to Mace here. They're just loving the show enough. You know what? I don't I don't have anything to say. I just want to pay $1.99 because I love the show. So. That's awesome, bro. That is awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go check out Vince Russo's Fantasy Baseball. Go give my guys some love. Uh, go check me out, Pancakes and Pot. Look, look at that. Very nice. Patreon.com slash VRFBB. Uh, I like the baseball shirt too, man. It's, it's really yeah, I got it. This is a pro, a pro wrestling tee. You guys can get this at pro wrestling tees. Go, go By the way, it is available at pro wrestling tees. Very nice, very nice. Pro wrestling tees. Go get my boy Vince some love, as you always do. I mean, you always. Uh, oh yeah, they're, they're they're very good to me. As Indeed. Uh, uh, you know, give me some love too. Uh, thank you for all your support with the Pancakes of Power Slam show. Have my guy Bobby Fulton on the show tomorrow. I was pro- promoting very his nice. uh, show that Bill After and I would be. Uh, or uh, going and and doing some interviews. So, pancakes of power slams, Russo's fantasy baseball, lots of fun outside of uh, this weekly show. Be sure to check us out on our socials, as you see on the bottom of our names, to see what we do throughout the week. A lot of times, Vince is uh, posting just fun stuff about life and mm-hmm. and pop culture. I'm uh, usually posting things about fitness on my page <laughs> and uh, religion. And so uh, go check us out. Uh, be sure to do that. Thank you so much. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, Legion of Raw. Have a good night, buddy. Solo.